He died. He was buried. He arose. He is seated at the right hand, in authority. Thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet, for in that he put all in subjection under him. He left nothing that is not put under him, that the communication of your faith may become effective by the precise, accurate knowledge of every good thing which is in you, in Christ Jesus. 2018. Knowing Him. Knowing me. Welcome to your cow house, a New Testament church. And now, our senior pastor, Prophet Gilbert Osei. They yeah, want to trick you. They are expecting me to say 16. So I'm taking you to 15 first. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 15. And that from a child. He said to Timothy Paul, he says, Timothy, from a child. Thou hast known the Holy you Scriptures. You have known the Holy Scriptures. Which are able to make thee wise. Which are able to make thee wise. The Holy Scriptures are able to make you wise. You have known it. So when you know the Scriptures, the Scriptures will make you wise unto salvation. What kind of salvation? Through faith which is salvation which is through faith in Christ Jesus. So he says, when you know the scriptures, the scriptures will teach you to know how to gain salvation through Christ Jesus by faith. Very important. That when I read Genesis all the way to Malachi, it will help me to know that the only way I can get salvation is through faith in the son of god from a child you have known the holy scriptures which is able to make you wise and your wisdom will be based on salvation which is through christ jesus amazing 60 all scripture is given by inspiration of he god. says genesis to malachi is given by the inspiration of god and is profitable for doctrine and it is profitable for Doctrine, teaching. For reproof. So what it means that the scriptures are for explanation. Genesis to Malachi is for explanation. Genesis through Malachi. The scriptures. That is what you mean by the scriptures. Because those days they didn't have Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. They didn't have Romans, as of the Apostles, Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philip, and all the people, they didn't have it. All they had was Genesis through Malachi. And Paul says, when you search them, you'll be able to get explanation. What explanation? you get explanation to salvation which comes through faith in Jesus Christ. You will get explanation. Just like I did with the symbols and tokens. When you come to the law, when they had a chief priest, God Showing them even the attire of the chief priest. All of them are shadows and pictures of Christ. Christ is our chief priest. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 10. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 10. <laughs> By the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ <laughs> once for all. <laughs> and every priest standing daily. He said daily. every priest standing daily in those days. The priests they were standing daily. Ministering and offering often the same sacrifices. There will be ministering services ordinances, sacrifices which can never take away sins. To take away the sin of the people. So those days the, the, the priests and their offerings were all shadows of salvation. The priest dressed in his priesthood apparel who only had access to the Holy of Holies. We're all talking about a priest that was coming. A priest that was coming. 
Their actions, their duties, their works were all shadows of what the priest that was coming was going to do. So he said every priest standard daily. Ministering the writer of Hebrew is talking to the Jews and they understand priesthood. And I've explained to you the book of Hebrews is a book of comparison. So he was comparing the priesthood of the Jews to that of Jesus. He said your priest, our priest stood daily offering sacrifices. Which can never take away Which sin. can never. What they were doing was not taking away sin. Their priest was covering their sin for one year. So after the next year, you have to bring another sacrifice to cover the other year's offering. So the priest was never taken away, but was covering their sin. 11, 12. But this man. But this man, Jesus. After he had offered after one he, sacrifice for he, sins forever. This our priest. His name is Jesus. For we have a high priest. This man, after he had offered one, he had offered once. He is not doing daily. He offers it once forever. Forever. Sat down on the right he hand of He sat down God. at the right hand of the Father. From henceforth, expecting till his oh. enemies be made his footstool. So that was the picture that was painted to them. So the scriptures they understand salvation. All along they have been looking for somebody who will take away their sin. So God, through Moses shows them how to even cover their sin. So if you suffered to have your sins covered once a year, how good would it feel that your sins are taken away forever? That's the good news. So the scriptures are to teach us faith. The people struggled because this is what I've been doing every day. Can you imagine something you have been used to? And then they are telling you you don't have to do it again. You can't just let it go. And this time they said don't do the manual thing you have been doing just believe it is gone hey even when i used to even take my sheep priest josiah can tell me the sheep has one black spot at their feet so my sheep has been rejected and i have to go and feed another one then you are telling me i should just believe just like that that's what is happening to people hearing the good news today they have been used to a certain way it is their actions attitude there are words that they thought they were pleasing God. So telling them all those things you used to do, they are no more needed. Now just believe. It is difficult to tell me it doesn't matter. I hope you have not been sent by the devil. You come and lead me astray. Are you wiser than our forefathers? They also had a problem with Jesus. Our father Abraham, our own father, the father of our faith, he paid tithe to Melchizedek. He is sitting here, small boy, 33 years. Do you know what tithe has done for us? We have been cursed with a curse. And you want to come and take it away just like that. Small Jesus. Small boy Jesus. Are you not a carpenter? Mark 6, 3. They told Jesus, are you not a carpenter? Mark chapter 6. Is this not the carpenter? The son of Mary. I thought they are saying, is this not the son of the carpenter? No, no, the guy himself was a capi. Are you not capi? The son of Mary. The brother of James. The brother of James. And Joseph. And Joseph. And of Judah. And of Judah. And Simon. And Simon. And are not his sisters here with us? Are your sisters not the ones you see them? And they were offended at him. They were offended at him. Who the hell do you think you are to come and say you are the son of God? Son of they were offended at Jesus' proclamation, not his action. People are offended. Offense doesn't kill anybody. And I want you to know it is in this is biblical history. Anywhere the good news was preached, people were offended. So at least if I want evidence, I will find it. If I'm preaching the good news and nobody's opposing me, there's trouble. 
I should check the message I'm preaching. You can't preach this news and somebody won't be offended. Disciples were stoned, beheaded, beaten, imprisoned. So what are you talking about? Somebody's angry? Jesus had disciples leaving him. Two. The Bible says, amongst them. Why did he write Galatians chapter 1? If anybody comes to preach another gospel, because people will be preaching another gospel. Whilst you are preaching, you have commentators with their own interpretation. So like Paul, let me tell you, anybody who preaches another, let him be a curse. I'm quoting scripture. Then I'm telling you, oh foolish Galatians, who is bewitching you? Yaka house, who is bewitching you? Simple. Because you have to get this, you see, the, the foundations of Christianity is some of these topics called righteousness. It clears your mind so you know nobody is deceiving you. If somebody is not able to handle righteousness, the Bible says the person is a novice. If you want to know if a man of God understands the word of God, it is how he interprets righteousness. That's what the Bible says. What does he see as right? Reprove means to persuade, to give a reason to believe. We have gone back to 2 Timothy 3.16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. And is profitable for doctrine. And it is profitable for doctrine, our explanation, our teaching. For reproof. For reproof. I say reprove means what? Reprove is evidence. Something to prove for somebody to believe. So the scriptures are our evidence for somebody to believe what you are saying. So if you want somebody to believe what you are saying, you use the scriptures to explain to the person what salvation is. That salvation is through faith in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Continue. For correction. Mm -hmm. For instruction in righteousness. He said for instruction in righteousness. That word instruction is not like instructing somebody, hey, come here, sit down, go. No. It's to nurture or train it deals with growth 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 somebody growing up instruction to nature to train you can write this thing down it's very important a fundamental aspect of growth is knowledge a fundamental aspect of growth when you say somebody has grown in the lord it is not how his voice is sounding the people they have prayed they have broken all the cuts in their throat you be surprised they have been praying amiss. I said a fundamental aspect of growth is knowledge. Second Peter chapter 3 verse 18. 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 18. 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 18. But grow in grace. He said but grow in grace. And in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus he Christ. He said when you are saying you are growing in grace. It means you are growing in your knowledge of our Lord and of Savior our Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. The growth, spiritual growth, is training yourself in knowing Jesus. And when you know Jesus, you know yourself. Then you have grown. A believer must make spiritual growth his pursuit. A believer must make spiritual growth his pursuit. So if I want to grow spiritually, it means I am growing in knowledge. When you go to school, like our school system, you move from primary school, then you go to JHS or JHS, JHS, then SHS, before you go to the universities, then you do your, you see, it's a process. It's 
And all this thing is done by what? Training. Training in what? Knowledge. They will move you from class one to class two when you have not finished knowing everything you need to know in class one. So you can meet some people and for five years they are still saying the same old things they were saying. No knowledge has been added to them. There's a difference between the consistency in what you say, but when you don't grow at all in your knowledge of God's word, there's a problem. I don't know if I'm clear. First Peter chapter 2 verse 2. I said, yes. knowledge is nurturing. Knowledge is nurturing. Knowledge is nurturing. First Peter 2.2. 2. As newborn babes. Can you imagine his, Peter is writing to the church and he's telling them as newborn babes. Desire the sincere milk of the word. You must desire the sincere milk of the word. That ye may grow thereby. That ye may grow what? So what makes you grow? Is knowledge. Paul said it. Peter is confirming it. What makes you grow is knowledge. So you want to see somebody who is growing in the Lord. It's not how many years he has been a Christian. Through the years, what have you learned? You can't say I am growing in grace when you are not growing in knowledge. It is knowledge that makes us know whether you are growing or not. I said you can't say you are growing in grace when you are not growing in knowledge. Knowledge is what makes us know whether you are growing or not. The word milk, read the scripture again. First Peter chapter 2 verse 2. As newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word. The, the word milk of the word is saying, it's got to do with mental food. Mental food. Food that affects your mind. Milk of the word. Mental food. You can say reasonable. Milk of the word. That milk there can be the word reasonable. It deals with your mind. It's the same word in Romans chapter 12 verse 1. Romans chapter 12 verse 1. I beseech you therefore brethren. By the mercies of God. That ye present your bodies a living sacrifice. Holy acceptable unto God. Which is your reasonable. The word reasonable is the same word. So you have to mentally present yourself. Which is your reasonable service. With something that has got to do with your mind. I must know who I am. That my body is the temple of God. It's something that nobody can. Your mind has to get it. It's, not, it's nothing to do with your physical body. The spiritual growth is a mental thing. It's just like repentance. You remember when I taught on repentance? Repentance is not changing your character. To repent. Repentance is not changing your behavior. It's changing what? Your mind. Shifting your mind from something to another. So growing is what you have been feeding yourself with that changes the way you think. Affects your thinking. The knowledge you know affects your thinking. The moment your thinking changes, your life will change. For as a man thinketh, so is he. So if they keep telling you you are not worthy, you have to do this, to do this, you have demons, you have demons, you will start imagining demons. You yourself will start looking for things to confirm what they told you. Because your mind has been informed something. That's why when somebody is growing, repentance happens in growth. Repentance, it happens in growth. When you are growing, you see people changing their mind 
in things that they used to do. And the moment your mind is changed, your actions will follow. That's why you are beating somebody to change something. Because their mind is not getting what you are saying. It doesn't matter the pain you exert on their body. They will still be doing what you said they shouldn't do. Till they get it in their mind. Your king won't do focal. It doesn't matter what you are. You, you, you remember that prophet that was sitting on the donkey. That the donkey in the Old Testament was seeing an angel as they say. And the prophet was hitting the donkey. What he is seeing and what you are doing. It didn't match. So that the king was not as powerful as what he's been informed. That's why you need to guard your heart what you are hearing. Because what you are hearing can affect you. You hear law and come and hear grace. You are looking for a balanced diet. <laughs> you want a middle ground. So you go and kill witches somewhere. And come and hear grace. You are going to heaven. Then you are balanced. After all, man shall not live by bread alone. Against. So as a believer, you must desire the word. If you want to grow desire the word we have said before that growth is intentional so if i want to grow in my spiritual life i must desire the word because it's the knowledge that grows me desire the word desire information you can grow if you are in a church department you can't grow if you are not at all but just being in a church department does not automatically grow you it enhances your growth when you have a responsibility, at least it will bring you to God's house to learn some things. You know the sad thing? Some people, all they know is the law. Unfortunately, it's biblical. That was the problem of Peter. Peter and Apollos. All they knew was the baptism of John the Baptist. So it's not just knowing. What you know is important. You can know the wrong thing and it will mess you up. You can know the wrong thing. Be glued to the wrong thing. Trust the wrong thing. Cleave to the wrong thing. And struggle to let go the wrong thing. They knew. So they went about. Instead of preaching what Jesus told them. They were preaching the baptism of John the Baptist. That's what they knew. Why would an apostle Peter. Go about preaching circumcision. He is skillful in that message. That's how people go to church. And all they are teaching them. Is business strategies. You go to church. And all you are hearing. How to make it. Not in God though. In the world. You don't need a church to tell you how to make it in the world. Well, ask Prime Despite, he'll give you some keys. What are you talking about? You need a church to show you how to make it. How many church members have made it? Or trying to make it? Or believing to make? Before the it will be added. If all you go to church to hear is enemies, enemies. You don't even know that your enemies too, they have enemies. <laughs> all you go to church to hear, enemies to your life. Behold, I created the blacksmith that bloweth the coals in the fire and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. 17. He has assured you that he created the waster. 17. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou, thou, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me. This is a prophecy to born again Christians. We are the people that our righteousness is of the Lord said this is the heritage isaiah was a prophet right isaiah prophesied about the coming of christ 
So when in chapter 53, he speaks about the virgin, speaks about he bearing our iniquities in chapter 3. In chapter 54, he then assures you that after he takes away the chastisement of your sin and his bruise for your iniquity, no weapon fashioned, formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue, he said, it is not he who will condemn you. You have the right to tell them, I am the righteousness of God. I am. I am. Say, I am. Say, I am. I am the righteousness of God. Say, this is the heritage of the servants of God. The righteousness. You can't grow if you are feeding the wrong diet. You can't grow. You can't. If all you know is business, marriage, enemies, you'll be growing in experiences. But wrong experiences, the only thing that grows you spiritually, it's when you are growing in the knowledge of the Son of God. When you are feeding the right meal. Knowing who you are in Christ. Not the devil or what he's planning to do. He's not your focus on your target. When you know who you are, the enemy doesn't matter. In fact, when the enemy knows who you know who you are, he doesn't bother you. Did you hear what they told the disciples? He said, Paul, I know. He said, Jesus, I know. Paul, who are you? Who, who are you? Do you know? I'm sure if they have said, yes. We know who we are. We are. Because all the demons were saying that if you know who you are, we don't come near you. Do you know who you are? First Corinthians chapter 3 verse 1. First Corinthians chapter 3 verse 1. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual. Can you imagine? Paul is writing to the Corinth church. And he says he could not speak to them. As unto spiritual. As unto spiritual. But as unto carnal. But as unto carnal. He has to speak to them as carnal people. As babes. Even as unto babes in Christ. Jesus. Babes. The word babes is napios in the Greek. N-E-P-I-O-S. Unto babes. He couldn't speak to them. You see, the Corinth church this time, historically, the church was like 10 years. And he's still struggling to speak to them. So they have experience, but they don't have information. So some people can be going to church, but they don't have information of who they are. Why they even go to church? So it doesn't matter how many years you have been in church, you can be nephews. In fact, there are some pastors who are nephews. Because of wrong information or no information, all they know is the dream they had. All they know is the feeling they have been having when they pray. I couldn't speak to you. I couldn't speak to you. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. So some people cannot just get it. Because they allow the experiences above information. Experiences mean more to them than knowledge of Christ. When you bring about God's word, they are quoting experience. When you say it is written, they are saying you don't know what happened in 1984. So, what they use to counter God's word is experience. Experience is not your teacher. The word of God is your teacher. Pastor called me after I finished preaching. He said, do you want to destroy our business? Small thing we are doing to make money for our family. You are sitting there, no deliverance, no deliverance. What do you mean by that? Do you know how many testimonies I have? I was saying in my head, Nepios. <laughs> you quote your experience. Quote me scripture. Quote me scripture. Not a spirit. Ten years, the church of Corinth were struggling to understand knowledge of who they are in Christ. So all these things make us know 
that growth is about knowledge, not years. I'm saying it again. All these things makes us know that you grow not by experience, but you grow by knowledge. The information you have is what grows you. Not how long you have been doing something. So if you have been doing a wrong thing for a long time, does it mean you are a guru? One of the new words I've heard and seen on social media is general. They can be calling a 17-year-old boy general. But this how long? When did the person become a general? I can never even slip my mouth and say I'm a general in the Lord. You know the word general? There is this somebody who has been preaching for just five years. And all he's been preaching is the law of Moses, which was given when he was not there. He has mastery. I went to campus, and all these small, small boys on campus are giving me their books they have written. The man of God, I believe this book will bless your life. And the title was, Why Musicians Suffer? Because Lucifer is a choir master. You know, they are quick, young, young, young people. I remember sometimes my father said something. I got offended for years, my biological father. I think I was about 10 years in the prophetic. And I wrote a book on the prophetic. And as a proud son, I took to the house to go and show off. I've written a book. When he looked at the book, he didn't even open it. He said, how long have you been doing this thing that you have written a book? What do you know? I was just looking at the guy. Do you know how many places I prophesied? I got so mad that he's telling me that 10 years was not enough to write a book. That do I know how many years he has been a medical doctor? The kind of things he has studied? Which book has he written? I got mad because he didn't understand spiritual things. He doesn't understand the encounter I have with the Lord. But today I sit and it makes sense. You know how many people, small teaching, they hear me teach. They say I should start Bible school. You see, that's how human beings do. They hear one message, write a book. So people will push you when you are not even prepared. Has your truth been tested? Has, has, has your truth tested? Have you gone through a test to prove yourself at every place? Have you met theologians who also have their own mind to prove the charismatism? We like rushing. Everything is a rhema. Everything is a deep revelation that we are quick to everybody thinks. And that's our problem. And then Christians are not reading the Bible. They are quoting somebody's something they wrote in a book. I read, I read on Facebook. Have you read the Bible? What did the Bible say? I want to hear what the Bible is saying more. I'm not saying books are no good. But don't value books over the Bible. Books don't interpret the Bible. The Bible interprets itself. So I said Paul measured growth by knowledge. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11. Talk to me. And he gave some apostles. He said he gave some. The word gave is the word made available. He made available in the body of Christ. Apostolos. Continue. And some prophets. Prophets. And some evangelists. And some evangelists. And some pastors and teachers. Please, the word pastors and teachers is one word. Pastors who are teachers. Or pastoring teachers. There is nothing called fivefold ministry. It is never mentioned in the Bible. It is only in people's minds. So your pastor must be a teacher. Must be able to teach. Verse 12. For the perfecting of the saints. He said for the perfecting. Of the saints. Of the saints. For the perfecting. For the work of the ministry. For the edifying of the body of Christ. Hold on. I want to give you the Greek word for the word perfecting. Katatismo. Katatismo. K-A-T-A-R-T-I-S. M-O-S K-A-T-A-R-T 
I-S-M-O-S. Katatismos. Sometimes their S is silent. Perfecting, which is the word equipping. Equipping. Katatismo. K-A-T-A-R-T-I-S-M-O-S. Katatismo. For the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry. For the edifying of the body of Christ. So pastors, evangelists, teachers, prophets, whatever they call them. This fivefold ministry was made available so that they would equip. The word for, for there, is the word in view of, for. In view of equipping the saints. That's how it reads in the original Greek. The word for is in view of. So for the equipping, for the catastismo. So in view of the equipping of the saints. So when you go to the verse 11, and he made available some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, some to be pastoring teachers, in view of equipping the saints for the work of ministry. So these ministerial gifts was given so that you can be equipped to do God's work. So my responsibility is not to raise kingdom millionaires. My responsibility is not to raise you to be a role model. My responsibility is not to raise you to build Madagana. Somebody else has that profession. Somebody has gone to school for that. My responsibility is not to choose the next president of Ghana. I don't work in electoral commission. My responsibility is to equip you. How do I equip you? With information. So that the information you receive will help you to go and do the work of ministry. Does it make sense? So the duty of these gifts to the body of Christ is to equip people in the knowledge of Christ. When you know who you are in Christ, you go and preach to somebody. You will show love. So I told somebody, it is not preaching against homosexuality that will make people change from homosexuality. If people are bitter, angry, unfaithful and all that, it comes out of the fact that we don't know who we are in Christ. When you begin to know who you are in Christ, there are some things you will never do. When you mirror yourself in the word of the Lord, some things, when you look at what the word is saying, what you are doing, you see you are not. And that's what takes you away from the vices you shouldn't, not your strength. Jesus never went around preaching hell to anybody. Next week when I continue, I'll teach you what is the gospel. When you understand the gospel, then you understand what the gospel stands for. Because I realized that I ran too fast with this righteousness business. So I've taken my time painting a picture of how the Bible was written. Then I'm going to paint what the gospel is. In the gospel is the righteousness of God then what? Revealed. So when you understand how the righteousness of God is revealed, then we take a look at the law of Moses. We take a look at the works, faith, and all these things. So by the time I finish, you really understand why righteousness is by faith. Rise upon your feet. This was a message from the General Overseer of Yakal House, Reverend Gilbert Osei. We are available anytime for prayer, support, and counseling. Please don't hesitate to call us on 0544-600-600. That's 0544-600-600. We love you and there's nothing you could do about it.